Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 3 episode 291 of this daily study podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue with our this week's Come Follow Me study covered in the week of October the 11th to October the 17th. Doctrine and Covenants sections 115 to 120. And today we're going to cover Doctrine and Covenants section 118. This is again a rather short section. And it is one which probably has a bit more complex background, to be honest. Uh, when you look at uh, the Joseph Smith Papers analysis, there's a lot of factors in, involving this. And they're all mainly revolving around the 12. Um, this revelation, as it says in the heading of Doctrine and Covenants, section 118 uh, is all focused on the 12 um, and it says revelation given through joseph smith the prophet of far west missouri july 8th 1838 in response to the supplication show us thy will o lord concerning the 12 it's the same day that section 117 was given regarding the three individuals we spoke yes spoke about yesterday so there was a lot of church business dealt with on this day um, and this is one of the one of the um, aspects of things that were dealt with um, in Revelations in Context, it says this, quote, Shortly after young fa- the Young family's arrival, Joseph Smith received an unpublished revelation instructing Brigham that he was not to leave his family again until they were amply provided for. But a revelation to the Quorum of the Twelve in July 1838, now in Doctrine and Covenants section 118, indicated how short that respite would be. In nine months, the Twelve were to depart on a mission to Great Britain, taking leave from Far West on April 26th, 1839, close quote. Now, of course, this uh, April 26th, 1839 mission was the one which they which they went on after they had gone, snuck back into Far West um, to be able to lay the foundation, the, the, the cornerstones of the temple site in Far West Missouri um, and when they weren't allowed to be in that in that area or people were very um, antagonistic towards them and then they went off to do that, if you remember. Um, but also, uh, with this revelation given, uh, it talks about how the Twelve had these things that needed to be done and also how some needed to be organised to re- replace uh, the Twelve, uh, the members of the Twelve that had either left or or David W. Patton who had passed away. Um, and so in verse three, it says, let the residue continue to preach from that hour. And if they will do this in all lowliness of heart, in meekness and humility and long suffering, I, the Lord, give unto them a promise that I will provide for their families and the effectual door shall be opened for them from henceforth. They are invited and taught about how humility and meekness in their preaching and teaching is how uh, how doors will be opened, hearts will be prepared, um, and this is because the Spirit will be with them. Uh, Elder D. Todd Christopherson said this, quote, Yes, brethren, we have a work to do. Thank you for the sacrifices you make and the good you do. Keep going and the Lord will help you. At times you may not know quite what to do or what to say, just move forward. Begin to act, and the door and the Lord assures that an effectual door shall be opened for you. Begin to speak, and he promises you shall not be confounded before men. 
It is true that we are in many ways ordinary and imperfect, but we have a perfect master who wrought a perfect atonement, and we have a call upon his grace and his priesthood. As we repent and purge our souls, we are promised that we will be taught and endowed with power from on high. Close quote. We have a great blessing, a great promise, that as we engage in the work of the Lord, he will support and provide the support us and provide the strength that we need to continue and do what he desires us to do. Um, in verse 4 it says, And next spring let them depart to go over the great waters and there promulgate my gospel, the fullness thereof, and bear record of my name. Of course, at this time, we know that um, a couple of the apostles were already um, in the in the Great Britain, uh, Heber C. Kimball, um, and I have not written down the name of the other individual, but Heber C. Kimball is one who we, we know very well of. He went on the first mission to Great Britain. But now the twelve were being called to go along as well and to do take part in this great mission to the British Isles. Interestingly, promulgate, if you're not sure what that means, means to promote or make widely known an idea or cause. And of course, this this mission of the twelve would certainly do that in the in the British Isles. And actually the mission to Great Britain was a was a resounding success. In fact, it's been it's been commented on by many narratives of the church that if this mission had not taken place, the church would likely not have survived. The, mission, the, the saints from uh, Great Britain were a great boost for the church uh, and, you know, are a large reason why many of, um, you know, kind of church members and general authorities that speak about their ancestry talk about how um, their ancestors are from Great Britain um, around this time. And also because... That just the strength that it gave the saints at this time meant that they were able to to continue uh, on their journey to to settling in the Salt Lake Valley. Um, and another thing which we have from this uh, section is a very important moment where, like I mentioned before, four vacancies on the twelve were filled. And listen to the names of the individuals in verse six uh, who were appointed to to be. Um, put in the places that were open it says let my servant john taylor and also my servant john e page and also my servant wilford woodruff and also my servant willard richards be appointed to fill the places of those who have fallen and be officially notified of their appointment so it's these four individuals um, that uh, were selected uh, to to fulfill these roles now, of course, we know three of these names very well, I'm sure. John Taylor, he, he becomes pretty important later on in the church history, I would say. Um, Wilford Woodruff, again, we, we have heard about him uh, and, the import, and the role that he plays uh, in the church, I'm sure. And also, uh, Willard Richards, whilst we may not know a lot of detail about what impact he had necessarily, we do know that he was one of the individuals with the, the prophet uh, in Carthage Jail uh, when he was martyred. We do not know very much, or I, pers- I personally didn't know very much about John E. Page myself. Uh, but if you go to the uh, the historical resources uh, in the Gospel Library, there is a list of individuals every week that are kind of mentioned in these revelations. John E. Page is amongst those. Uh, he was baptized in uh, August 1833 in Ohio and ordained an elder a month later. 
1835, he moved to Kirtland. And then during 1836 and 1837, he preached the gospel in Upper Canada and led a company of converts from Upper Canada to Missouri in 1838. And it is in this July 1838 that he is then appointed to fill a vacancy in the Quorum of the Twelve. Um, and then uh, between 1840 to 1844, he taught in the, in the Eastern United States. He did a lot of missions and became a council member of the Council of Fifty in 1845. But then... As it says in the resources, quote, in February 1846, Page was removed from the Quorum of the Twelve and he was excommunicated that June. During the late 1840s, he briefly affiliated with other churches, claiming a line of succession from the prophet Joseph Smith. In 1862, Page joined the Church of Christ, Hendrickites, close quote. And that is all we have on John E. Page. So, you know, we... That's probably why we don't know very much, because whilst he did actually serve a large number of missions and I'm sure brought many converts to the church, unfortunately, he was not faithful in that testimony of the restored gospel. Um, but um, again, you know, we, we shouldn't focus necessarily on the things that make these individuals uh, in, seen in the worst light, uh, because I'm sure if people were to do that with us, we'd be very disappointed as well. I know I would. Uh, and so he did many things for the church as well. So that was a very um, logistical chapter again, but tomorrow, uh, you know, there's a lot to cover around the uh, the law of tithing. And so make sure you join us over the weekend for that as we finish with Doctrine and Covenants section 119 and 120, because there's going to be a lot to discuss there. Please make sure you join the Facebook group as well, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me and share what you've been studying. And until we meet again. <laughs>